Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? Uh, yeah, I think so. Did you? I got everything I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, so, so it wasn't just cold this time, huh? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I went, I went to the the store and I bought charcoal. That's how bad I was. <laughs> you were like, I don't deserve all these gifts. I need to get myself San- some coal. Santa was like, Well, I don't have enough coal for this young man. You better, you better go hit up uh, Kings Kingsford and, and he, take, get some for yourself. He, he left he left me uh, just a five dollar bill in the stocking. <laughs> He's like with a note like go go get some charcoal. Run by the Seven yeah. Eleven. Help a bro- help a brother out. Uh, get the Mesquite Pro. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I wonder if like uh, like any like barbecue pit masters has ever have ever gotten like really good coal for Christmas <laughs> and been happy about it. Uh, they're like. Yeah, this is a good Christmas. <laughs> this is a good stuff. I got the best coal. <laughs> so, uh, for throughout the year, they just like rape and murder everybody. Like, I'm gonna get so much coal. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. <laughs> Did you start? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I well, started. Well, hi everybody. Hi everybody. We were just I, listening. I'm Travis. To, we're just listening to the planes them, fly over. Them planes. Uh, if you hadn't caught that, uh, that's Travis over there. Yeah, I'm Travis, and I, I'm Brandon. Yeah, and this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. I'm not sure if you guys caught that. Yeah, <laughs> let's just repeat the title and our names for the next 30, 40 minutes, or the next year. Yeah. Hey, it is it we, is the last podcast of twenty sixteen after that, all. That's right. This is this is episode number forty six. Man, we are we're we're six episodes away from a full year of these things. Oh my god. Oh we my did, we did it, Brandon. Oh my god. We were talking the other day about how like in in the <laughs> early days where like we'd hit milestone episodes, like, man, ten episodes. We did it. We did it. Eighteen <laughs> yeah. episodes. Oh. Old enough to vote. We did it. 21. Oh, drinking age. Hey. And now, now it's like midlife crisis episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On our next episode, we're, we buy a Corvette and, and get our ear pierced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if Travis could grow hair, uh, he would yeah. have a ponytail. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like all <laughs> mulleted out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we thought, you know, end of the year, it's a time to reflect what we've, we've done. 45 other episodes so why not look back at our episodes of 2015 let's let's, pull out some nuggets check out the 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 big topics the big stories that we that we took a look at nostalgia nuggets reflect take this time to reflect and see 
you know, what stuff was awesome, what stuff might have not been so awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just just take a look back. Apathetic Enthusiasm looks back at 2015. <laughs> uh, so, so we'll do this. Uh, we're, we're obviously not going to go show by show or anything like that. What we did is we went back and, and looked at some of the big movies, big TV shows, um, maybe a couple of tech nuggets that, that, that stood out. Tech some, nuggets. Some, some video vid games. And uh, we just just uh, found some of the highlights, some of the things that that really stood out to us that that make 2015 for us. I, I want to I want to uh, point out that uh, part of the reason we're not you know going back into the actual episodes is that's a lot. That's a lot of editing. That's a lot <laughs> yeah, of editing. And I would never ask that of you, friend. <laughs> and I can't be I can't be bothered uh, to spend more than ten minutes per episode editing. And I understand, Brandon, that that typically you dump. Uh, whatever conversation we had here in the studio, like five minutes after you upload it, you're like, well, never have to think about that again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he, like, he remembers I'm, nothing about the force awakens. I'm like, what, what are we, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> I, the only, the only, Brandon, you just finished <laughs> uploading. I only know episode titles, <laughs> show notes and the cold opens. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I figured the first thing we could take a look at is movies of 2015. We, we talked about a lot of movies. Uh, we did a lot of Netflix rewatches, Woo. but we won't get into those cause those are not 2015 movies. Those are, those are all, those are all, all over the place. Goats. <laughs> those are the goats. <laughs> Greatest of all time. Um, but yeah, we had, we had a few movies that came out this year, yeah. uh, looking all the way back to way, episode way one, back. our very first episode, uh, the thing that you were most adamant to talk about moving in uh was jurassic world that's right and i just got that on blu-ray for christmas (laughs) so full circle um but yeah jurassic world came out in 2015 it was another jurassic park movie that i think stood up a little bit better than than two uh, and three than two and three Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but in a way it was because of a return to form of the original one i think they they kind of redid a lot of the things that made the first jurassic park really successful they went back to the same island yeah i mean yeah i yeah. mean that's that's it's meta that's <laughs> that, that's what i caught from jurassic world was was the meta possibilities of movies um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it and uh you know it was it was good i liked it yeah um uh some of it was a little some of it was a little cartoony um you know running in, in heels okay uh, <laughs> yeah well it was was a, was a bit much for me well, uh, that and the the always like one uppingness of like, all right, well, we just gotta make, you know, everybody's bored with Tyrannosaurus Rex now. I guess we better make a giant, you know, white, yeah, super super dinosaur. The the, the cruelty of uh, the little pterodactyl guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I saw I saw a Halloween costume this year that was a dude in like like a Hawaiian shirt with like a floppy hat or whatever, holding yeah. like the two drinks. And then he had like toy pterodactyls like <laughs> attached onto him, and yeah. he was like just the guy that got picked up by pterodactyls. <laughs> and I was like, uh, "That's that's original. That's, that's right." Um, Next up, we have uh, we have Ex Machina. Yes, which at the time of recording the episode, right, you had not seen the movie. That's, yet. That's I, I had watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but since then, you have watched this movie, correct? Yeah. Uh, any thoughts? Any and what did what did you think about the movie? Um, I, I I loved it. I yeah. I loved it. I thought it was I was, thought it was really good with the whole Turing test aspect of it. And uh, uh, I'm glad I watched the movie because um, the South Park finale, <laughs> uh, the season finale this year, 
it had it well not maybe not the finale the, the one before had uh an ex machina reference right oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> uh with with the ads and um how the world can't get away from ads have been become self-sentient oh okay <laughs> or self yeah i guess sentient. Sen- that's sentient. all i have to say yeah. uh but anyway so yeah I'm, I'm glad i saw the movie it, it's really good um yeah small cast you know really not like a huge you know like doesn't seem like a major budget movie i mean the, yeah. the effects are great in it i think but um it just a really great story and, and really um interesting and compelling um one of one of my tops for for 2015 that that's one of your tops uh, i think so yeah um moving on to other sentient robots <laughs> in 2015 <laughs> uh we, we we spent a little bit of time talking about terminator movies yeah uh this summer what are you doing with your phone over there um are you uh, looking stuff up i am looking up stuff okay so i just i just wanted to uh well you know I, I found out what I needed. I'm breaking. I'm breaking the fourth wall here. I found out what we needed. Okay. Um, I just want to point out that uh, that Poe Dameron's in Max Machina. He is. Yeah. Yes. You know, my wife when we left um, Force Awakens and we were driving home talking about the movie. Yeah. Uh, when we got to Poe Dameron, she's like, "Oh yeah, that guy from Ex Machina," and I was like, "Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. didn't. I didn't even put that together." Yeah, I, I remember. I remembered that. I just wanted to look it up just to be just to be sure. Yeah, you got it. You're right because I, I I don't I don't want I don't want to get misinformation out to the masses. No, that's you understand, good. You understand? I that, understand. Travis. Fact yeah. checking. Fact check. You know, it's important here. At uh, Apathetic enthusiasm that we fact check. Find the article on Politifact.com. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. So if you really like uh, like X-wing fighter scenes, go watch X Mach. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> when when R two becomes self aware. Uh, yeah, and then I just. Do like a mashup of that movie and like Star Wars, <laughs> but like all the other scenes. Are My drugs. binary little lifters. <laughs> um, anyway, right. right. so so speaking of, of uh, death death robots, yeah, Terminator Genesis came out. Genesis, this the this first year. one, um, and uh, yeah, I I I went and saw it while my wife was away. Um, the best time to see things. Sure. And uh, yeah, I I liked it. So here's the thing. I have a I have a thing for time travel movies. I have a thing for Terminator movies, no matter how bad they are. Okay. Uh, so this movie, I gave I gave it a, a right now. Maybe I gave it something different back then, but right now I, I still give it a seven, um, just because I, I I liked all the all the stuff at the beginning in 1984. Yeah, when they go back and even like reshoot the exact same sequences. Um, to, to match like alternating or like differing perspectives of, yeah. of some of the same stuff from the original movie. That was really cool. Yeah. That was, that was a great touch. Um, yeah. And I, I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, and good, then good Terminator flick. Yeah. Not uh, bad. A little, a no. little, little change on the storyline. There was a lot of people, there were a lot of people like confused by, well, I mean, the the timelines and time in uh, Terminator can kind of get confusing there, in general. So. There are some there are some holes. Yeah. There are some there are some time yeah. holes. Not like Shia LaBeouf Disney movie holes. No, but, or yeah. or Eagle Eye. That's not a time <laughs> travel. I'm just. I think we're just talking about Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Genesis. Genesis, good flick. Yeah, uh, a couple more. I still I still haven't seen this next one. Okay, well, I want to save that one. You want to save that one? Uh, let's talk about Ant Man real quick. Okay, uh, let's talk. Let's talk about it. We went out as, as, as a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we check, brought the whole staff. Check, check it out. Apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Yeah, we went and uh, we saw Ant Man. 
Yeah, no, it's still apathetic underscore enthusiasm. I we haven't changed the Instagram. <laughs> well, I don't have the banner behind, me, or behind <laughs> I, you. So you got a you got a fact check. You got a fact check. <laughs> got a fact check. Um, yeah, we went and saw Ant Man. This was sort of the big um, Marvel, you know, movie of the year. I mean, right? Was that it? Yeah. I, I mean, when did Aven- Avengers was out? Fourteen, right? Was it? Or was uh, that fifteen too? Yeah, I think it was fourteen. Yeah, because yeah. I I saw it. I saw it, saw it in Korea land. Did you? I think so. I thought we saw it together. Did we? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This year has been a, a, <laughs> Whew, a whirlwind. whirlwind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we saw Ant-Man. Jinx. Personal jinx. Because you said whirlwind at the same time. Yeah, I know. Sure. But it, oh, yeah, you just talked. No, I'm going to keep talking. Dude, because Travis, no. <laughs> oh, I said Travis. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got through that unscathed. Yeah. This um, will be a long podcast. Yeah. It, <laughs> you just talking and me sitting here yeah. fuming, staring at you angrily. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think about Ant-Man in terms of... Uh, the MCU, how how it fits in. Um, I mean, are you are you hoping for more sort of like? I think I think Ant Man could stand alone in the MCU a little bit. Yeah. As 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 something a little bit a little bit funnier, a little bit more like. I know they're going to incorporate Ant Man into some of the other movies, but they could have just. That's right. Never touched it again. That's right. Would have been all right. Uh, you know, I was I was talking to Mitch last night. A little mm-hmm. bit about this, um, and uh, specifically about you know Marvel taking risks with their standalone movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we talked about this on on the interview a little bit too. Uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh, you know, Ant Man, I I feel falls within that that realm of like how do you how do you market a guy named Ant Man? Yeah, and, and Marvel, and, and, and you have Paul Rudd playing the the lead who is. Not- notoriously known for being more of a comedic actor and yeah. so um and you can say that again <laughs> tell me about <laughs> it uh but um, yeah so it's it's not it's not the same conventions of, of a, a marvel superhero movie going into it where you think yeah it's just gonna be like action and blah 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 yada yada explosion uh, <laughs> i want to i want to throw this out there that the you could say that again yeah so I'll say that now to Chelsea without that context. Yeah. I'll just be like, yeah, I say that again. And then, <laughs> and then she'll like, she'll roll her eyes at me. Yeah. Cause she thinks I'm going to go <laughs> do the quotes. What's that movie? What's that movie? Uh, and uh, then, Oh, and then they were together or something. Like, oh crap. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Um, but <laughs> yeah. So Ant-Man David was, Wayne. Huh? That's a David Wayne. Movie. Yeah. 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 Which is something we could talk about later. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and then, so moving on from Ant-Man, let's talk about another movie that was probably, this was in the running for my movie of the year, um, and that's The Martian. Uh, you said you still haven't seen this movie, right? I haven't seen it, yeah. Um, it's got a Brad Pitt, George Clooney, and they try to break into yeah, a Martian casino. Exactly, Casino Royale. um no i think the martian uh really great story um great characters great acting this has all kinds of oscar buzz on it i think um more so perhaps even than our movie of the year um but i would highly recommend anyone see the martian it's i think it's already available uh in digital release um no way already man on Amazon Prime? Can I get it on Amazon? I think you can get it on iTunes. 
Can I, I don't, I can don't I know. rent it on that too? I don't know. <laughs> I just saw it on my Apple TV last well, night. I'm so, a, well, I don't want to um, talk with a draw. <laughs> but why would you get The Martian on iTunes when you could download this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Yeah. Uh, what was that movie with? Uh, oh, they came together. They came together. Yeah, yeah, it's super low rated. I think on Netflix. Yeah, you can say that again. But <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> uh, but if you're looking for context in in that inside joke, go check it out. Yeah, uh, the best best two minutes of my life. There were a couple of movie busts. Okay, these these are movies that we did talk about on the show, but were not so great in 2015. And, and you know what? I I want to throw this out there. Neither of these movies are movies that I wanted to see. Fair enough. Uh, I don't know that one of these I did want to see. The other one, I I I bit the bullet and I, yeah, and I went, yeah. you know, for the sake of the show. Uh, that move, that movie <laughs> was slumped. was fantastic for. To be fair, I was like, I was out of town. I was I was by myself. I had like three hours to kill, and I was a block <laughs> away from a movie theater. So, yeah. you know, there's worse there's worse things I could have done. But it did see Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, this was not a great movie. No. Uh, I think it was generally disliked by most of the critical community. Yeah. Um, you know, some people saw it and thought it was okay. Uh, they didn't have much of an expectation going into it. I, th- I just think there was a lot of uh, uh, exposition or it, it. the story was kind of weak and it. It was the same thing we've heard a lot of times. Yeah. I think this is the third Fantastic Four origin story film, and I don't know. It just it just didn't stand up very well. I'm pretty sure that uh, you know there's there's a period there throughout the year where they were already in plans to make the sequel for yeah, it. Yeah, that's canceled, and that's that's, that's, that's canceled. Yeah, so so hopefully we don't have to <laughs> deal with Fantastic Five, but yeah, um, <laughs> ho- hopefully uh, next time. The Fantastic Four uh, is shown. It's through Marvel, um, and it's not an origin story. Yeah, I would. I would love to see some of those characters, you know, injected into the MCU. Yeah. Um, when you have things like Infinity Wars and other, and other big stories that are coming out, um, it, it, it would it just it'd be really nice to, you know, for as many faults as people give uh, Edward Norton's Hulk movie, mm-hmm. um, it it did something really. In- uh, smart, which was they did like the opening montage of like, hey, here's here's the Hulk's origin up until the start of the movie, yeah, and so yeah. it was like just a montage of like, okay, uh, the uh, science experiment, blah 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 blah. Okay, now he wandering around, yeah yeah yeah. And so it fast forwarded it to puts it all on a credit sequence, so you're not spending an hour going it, it, through exactly something that I would say probably the majority of the audience is already familiar yeah. with. Yeah, it's it's like retelling. Uh, it's like showing Bruce Wayne's parents get killed every movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, fair which I hope they don't do once uh, Sp- Spidey is is injected in the MCU. Well, uh, I, yeah, so I that Spidey, uh, you know, he, he's a younger one and yeah. he's high school age, so I imagine they're gonna have to show his origin. Yeah, again. there's some. I imagine there's more things to do. I read three Spider-Man comics last night. Nice. That's, that was my evening. <laughs> well, that that's that's a cool Spider-Man comic because yeah. that's when he's older yeah. and he has Parker Enterprises. Yeah. Amaz- amazing Spider-Man. Go check it out. Uh, All right. So, and then the second, the other second one, bust. and this this is a movie that uh, we decided to talk about before either of us had seen it. Um, it's a practice that we don't really <laughs> really participate in much anymore, and this movie is 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 in part the case. But that was Tomorrowland. That's right. Uh, this was a Disney movie. 
it was based on a theme park area that is I have de- a personal love for. Um, and is getting destroyed for Star Wars. No, Tomorrowland's sticking around. <laughs> don't 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 toy with my heart like that. Um, but yeah, and, and really, I mean, we had Brad Bird, we had Damon Lindelof, like just George Clooney, a lot of Brad uh, Pitt. Brad, Brad Pitt is not in the movie. <laughs> or they or they try to break into Tomorrowland Brad, Casino. Brad Pitt played the the little girl <laughs> the robot. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. Um, but yeah, Tomorrowland was not uh, widely heralded as a great film. It mm-hmm. it kind of busted the box office. Oh yeah. Um, it had a great marketing campaign, but the the movie just kind of went in a weird direction. And I I I watched it on a plane. Yeah. Uh, well, it, that's there you go. It wasn't it wasn't a movie that was there you go that was played on the airplane. I just. I just loaded it on my phone and watched it on my phone while on an airplane. Well, there you go. Uh, so maybe because of, of my circumstance at the time, yeah. like it was better than staring at, at the seat in front of me. So, yeah. well, there so you go. I enjoyed it. Um, but uh, <laughs> this was not a, a huge movie for 2015. And, and finally wrapping up movies, unless you have anything to say about Tomorrowland. Uh, just that, uh, did you, I mean, you I didn't told, watch it. Did I told you, man, Damon, Damon Lindelof. Stop. We'll get, we'll talk more about Damon here in a little bit, um, <laughs> but yeah, of course there was one movie that we could not not talk about, and that is our movie of the year, Star Wars. The Star Force, Wars, The Force Awakens, The Force Unleashed. Stop it! You stop it right now. <laughs> um, uh, which 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 reminds me, guys, uh, check out the Game Show podcast. Uh, podcast Game Show. Podcast Game Show. I make fun of Travis briefly. Yeah to be expected uh but yeah no and and i I was worried when we put movie of the year down as star wars um if this was a proximity like vote like a yeah because we just saw it i saw it for a second time i think as we were building this list um so it's fresh in our minds and, and we were still excited about it we just came off three consecutive episodes talking about star wars but really when you factor in all of the media hype, all of the sort of global phenomenon that is Star Wars, it's still crushing the box office right yeah. now. Um, it's hard. It's hard to take another movie this year and, and put it up against it and say no. I mean, I mean, you could. There's ways to do it. You can. There, you, you can. You can do it. You can. And I'm sure the the Academy of uh, Motion Picture. Here, here's here's will. How, here's how I know that it's my movie of the year. Are you, you ready for this? I'm, I'm so ready. You ready for I'm this? I'm just going to sip some coffee while you... You say that again. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, I know that this is my movie of the year because I went and saw it in the theater and I said to myself, after it was done, you know what? I should go see it again. Yeah. If it, And I actually acted on that. Yes, you did <laughs> with, with your daughter. Uh, and I still need to see it again. I'm more than happy to see it again. Um, and I want to. I would, I, I would, I I would could, genuinely consider going a third time um yeah um not, so, not to say that i will but i would consider it all right well you want to go this week i don't know <laughs> i'll you, let me know what day <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, yeah. so we'll continue our, our no spoiler uh of this but the movie is really good uh in, in the and best, it feels like star wars it's like i'm if if you haven't seen it if you skipped our last episode because because of all the spoiler warnings um absolutely if, it, you, if you like star wars it fits it does. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the best part about it is you don't need to have seen the prequels 
at all. No, skip skip right over those. Yeah. Um, and realistically, four, five, I would four, five, six. I would almost argue you don't need to see any other Star Wars movies. Yeah. To enjoy the movie, my my wife is is not a person that, that would consider herself a Star that's Wars fan. Very true. And, very true. And she came out loving the movie, so you know, kudos to kudos to JJ Abrams and and crew for for making a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. Thank you. Movie of the year. Movie All right. Moving on. Our next topic is television. That's another thing we talk about on the show. Television. 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 Uh, my, we're going to we're going to watch some television. My my kids play an Xbox 360 game called uh, Television Con- Connect Party. Oh, and wow. The the voice uh, command to get to bring the menu up is oh. Hey television. And you have to say television. <laughs> yeah, that's so, right. so, and none of my kids, like the connect never recognizes my kids' yeah. voice. So they're just standing there in the living room, like yelling at my TV. Hey, television. Hey, hey television. Hey, television. And you're like, like, hey, kid, sit down. Like, stop talking. Stop. Stop talking. And then I enunciate very clearly. Hey, television. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chelsea with the connect. She'll be like, Xbox, Xbox, pause, Xbox, pause, Xbox. Xbox, pause, Xbox. and then it doesn't recognize. She's like, Brandon, ah, take, just take care of the stupid thing. <laughs> and I'm like, Xbox, pause, and it's like, Glunk. as you wish, my master. Thank, um, thank you, Brandon. Yeah, I just got a connect for my Xbox One. Oh, really? Congratulations! Yeah, so. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got coal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, let's talk about TV. Uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of big shows. A lot of big a lot, shows. A lot, a lot of, a lot of them TVs. Uh, we, we talked about Game of Thrones early in the year. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it next year and every year that they continue to produce. That, that's exactly Such right. a high level of programming. It's, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good show, good cliffhanger at the end of the season here. Uh, we, and you know what? We'll probably talk about that as soon as it comes back. Yeah. And we've already gotten some teasers about, about the next season. Uh, and, and it's an interesting time for Game of Thrones because they're, they're starting to, I wouldn't say diverge yeah. away from the books, but... They are adding in content that has not appeared in books yet. So right. you don't have all of the book readers who can kind of like snicker on the side like, I, I knew that was going to happen. What, Purple Wedding. What's important to me about Game of Thrones coming up is that Max von Sydow is, is in it. Oh, well. Who was in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Poe Dameron. That's, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. <laughs> they, they try to break into the wall casino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Force Unleashed. Uh, yeah, so Game of Thrones, I mean, I, I am I am oftentimes taken aback watching Game of Thrones by just the, the quality and the, quali- and the level the, and the of, consistency. Uh, of, I mean, this, this is something that we're watching on TV, you know? Yeah. Where, where I Love Lucy used to be on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on HBO. HBO yeah, is enough. known for good shows. That's, that's a good. Point. I mean, the best show of all time, The Wire, is on HBO. There you go. Of all time, yeah, Star- I stand by my starring own. Brad Pitt and George Clooney. <laughs> um, <laughs> they try to break into a Baltimore casino. <laughs> uh, another, another, another show that uh, I think you you brought, love it. I brought you brought this up as a as a topic every week. So <laughs> until we actually talked about it, uh, it and then you, possibly a few times afterwards. We had to, but uh, we Wubba had dub dub. Rick and Morty, man, uh, every week. Yeah. Every week, so I made my I had my in laws watch an episode last night. Yeah, um, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, this is this this sounds this is your humor." Yeah, this <laughs> this, this sounds like something you'd be into, Brandon. Uh, 
Uh, I know uh, the the guys over at this week's episode they they watched Rick and Morty the other day. Um, Evan, he he was a little confused by the ridiculousness yeah, of, of yeah, the pilot. Sure. And what I say to people about the pilot is you got to you got to get past the pilot yeah, yeah. Uh, because although I I like the pilot, every episode past that like expands on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, it's a great show. I mean, we we got the second season uh, in 2015, um, which which held up. It, it, yeah. It, it, there was not a a, a large drop off. Uh, show me what you got. <laughs> uh, it's very very quotable show. I think I uh, think uh, we we throw a lot of Rick and Morty quotes at each other on a regular basis. That's right. Um. So yeah, and I I don't know what the plan is for season three. Uh. I know that Mr. Poopy Butthole left us, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, he kind of presented the feeling for the fans, uh, at the, at the end of the, um, second season, big cliffhanger at the end of the second season. So if you, if you haven't gone out and checked Rick and Morty out, like, and it, what are you doing? And you, it, you got time off from work. It's the holidays. And if you guys are fire. fans of the show, uh, check out the Rick and Morty comic because, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. And it, it, it keeps that, that feel of the show. And the best part is is imagining the voices come out of the, the text. <laughs> there you <laughs> like go. even like all like the the stutters, the little stutters like, and burps in the middle hey, of dialogue. Hey, gg Rick, oh, oh, G Rick. I can't I can't okay. do either of those voices, so I'm not going to try. Yeah, it. It'd just, it'd just be embarrassing. Just, just go brat. Um, so yeah, Rick and Morty, go check Rick, it out. Check it, check it out. Uh, we watched we watched Fear the Walking Dead. We did. We 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 did not just watch Fear the Walking Dead. We did a whole darn fantasy league revolving. That's around right. It. Um. And and you know I'll say this I'll 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 I'll, I'll kind of pair uh, the the normal Walking Dead show in with it too because because yeah. season what seven of the Walking no, Dead I don't, is out I don't care. um but we yeah we did <laughs> we did the fantasy league thing with it and I wonder if it changed my feeling about the show yeah um Fear the Walking Dead particularly uh it was it was a short season yeah. it was it was a little bit experimental they they go back to the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. So we get to see sort of that transition from normal life to zombies everywhere. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was a neat, it was a cool idea, but somewhere in execution, it, it, uh, it failed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think part of that may have been that the show was presented as, Hey, here's how, you know, people dealt with the start of this zombie apocalypse yeah and then the storyline for that show they kind of glossed over that it did like we we get like oh the zombies are coming like oh there's 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 madness breaking out let's go home and get ready and then boom military shows up places a a a fence around their town and then it fast forwards like a week or something yeah and all of a sudden it's like steady like everything is sort of can like oh the zombies are out there we're in yeah. here so there we didn't really get that oh like there there was there there wasn't a real <laughs> impending sense of dread there was just like they they were telling us like hey they're out there yeah it, it's like the world's crazy out there but we never we never see that yeah if if, if we had been able to kind of witness within the show the more encounters with like early zombie stuff which maybe maybe they tried that and it just it was too hard to like write like they couldn't find good ways to to present that um but it very quickly turned into just walking dead 2 where okay (laughs) the zombies are out there like and it's just walking dead 
the California edition. And, and, and moving on into the actual Walking Dead series, um, it's kind of the opposite. <laughs> like there's there's like so much, there's so many zombies now. Oversaturation. That <laughs> yeah, it's like Marvel movies. <laughs> um, but there there are so many zombies out there. And all the characters act stupid, and sometimes they're they're superhuman shots, yeah. And other yeah. times they can't even shoot somebody five feet in front of them. Yeah. Uh, so. Thank you, thank you, Tara, for uh, being <laughs> she, that. She person. messed up your whole season. Uh, and we did we did that uh, the Walking Dead Fantasy League for the main series as well. Um, and yeah, you know, I've always had problems with the show, yeah. um, but uh, you know, I watched it out of a begrudging sense of loyalty to the zombie genre yeah um and uh it's just it's subpar in so many ways yeah i i didn't feel like either of those 2015 installments for for walking dead uh were were that outstanding um the show is just kind of kind of treading along right now at a slow stumbling (laughs) Uh, zombie pace it's, Uh, it's a metaphor hey Maybe, maybe that's the point. Oh, we are the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're the ones trying to survive this zombie onslaught. But uh, um, we 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 mentioned we mentioned Marvel being like zombies. Yeah. Let's let's talk about let me, let's talk about some Marvel, Marvel shows. Some Marvel shows. Uh, we we do something. Uh, we don't end up don't. Let's see if I can. We form, end up don't. Let's see if I can form an actual <laughs> sentence here. We uh, end up don't. <laughs> we we don't watch a lot of the major network uh superhero shows, shows. yeah so like so Age of the shield flash arrow supergirl we didn't talk now. about flash we did talk about flash but well we don't we don't we don't frequent those shows we don't um we don't catch up with them week by week or anything like that we ain't got time for that we're, we're busy you know <laughs> with like kids or something yeah, yeah or other podcasts building building a lego Millennium. yeah um but when netflix comes out with a superhero show we are right on board with that. That's right. And two of them came out this year. We had uh, Dare Devel yes. and uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica uh, Jones. Both part of this extended Marvel Cinematic Universe. They both uh, sort of exist on the fringes. Uh, they, they both take place in New York City, yeah. uh, Hell's Kitchen. Um, uh, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway... Yeah, uh, yeah, I think both of these shows were really good. They were, they were successes, and and it was another example of television on Netflix, and how they are extending into that uh, HBO esque uh, area where they're producing high quality television yes. uh, in bulk, and yes. and they can kind of do things that you can't do on an you can't ABC. do that on television. You can't do that on television. Alanis Morissette <laughs> reference up. <laughs> uh, I thought about the Nickelodeon show where it was like in like the eighties. Yeah. Like, okay. That oh was that, she on that show? Yeah. That's, oh, Alanis wow. Morissette was on that. Okay. There, there you go. go. There's there's your trivia for today. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> slime slime <laughs> on me, right? Uh, wow, that's a throwback. Um, but uh, yeah, so these these shows uh, they can up the violence, mm-hmm. up the adult content a little bit more, and do things that you can't really do on a NBC or CBS or yeah the CW. That's right. Yeah, Netflix uh, got got to hand it to him, and I will if I ever meet Mister Netflix. If I will he's hand here, it. I will hand this to him. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, I'll put it on a piece of paper. Uh, they they have got some good good content. We didn't talk about it uh, this year, but Narcos is really good. Yeah. Um. You know, incredible or 
and Katie Schmidt or whatever that show. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. There you go. Yeah. You watch that. Yeah, that's, no, that was, that's, that was a good show. Good. Uh, and it's something that uh, we're just going to get more of, I think, moving forward. Yeah. So, make, um, a, make a, Making a Murder is supposed to be really good, too. Oh, yeah. That's sort of a true crime documentary yep. series yep. Uh, in, in the same vein as like the Jinx, which is really big on uh, on HBO. Yeah. Uh, serial. If if you guys listen to other podcasts, I don't. which I mean, why do you, right? <laughs> um, but a lot of a lot of true crime fans yeah. out there. So, uh, but yeah, um, I I'm hopeful for the future of Marvel on Netflix, and because of these two shows, I thought Jessica Jones was really good, and we got to see Luke Cage. Luke Cage is going to be the next series that we see from yeah. from from Netflix and Marvel. We, so we see what happens to his lightsaber. Yeah, Podamron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to start saying weird stuff. Um, but yeah, we're these, talking about a lot of stuff. These are shows that if if you missed it um, when we talked about them originally, or you're just looking for something on Netflix that 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 you haven't seen, if you have not watched these, I uh, highly encourage you to do that. And really, if you see a Netflix like, like exclusive for Netflix show, and it piques your interest at all. I, I would say just check, check it out check for a it couple because yeah. we I mean we watched a lot this year. Um, I also watched like the Marco Polo one, which uh, wasn't outstanding, but I mean it was it was decent. Was it? It, it got me it got me through a period where <laughs> I didn't have Game of Thrones anymore, and I was like, well, this is this is kind of well, cool. Did it? Uh, did it take place like at a at a public pool? Yeah, and there's like <laughs> you know, lifeguards blowing whistles, no running. Yeah, no, like no. every like Marco. each hour of the show is just like Marco Polo. Oh. Marco, Polo, yeah, that was the uh, whole show. That's it. <laughs> Next week Check on Marco Polo, <laughs> no running by the pool. Uh, 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 zombies. We should we should have tied this in with the other zombies. Yeah, show. but Marvel Marvel went with that zombie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and these aren't technically zombies. Deadites are. I mean, are they zombies? What they're not? Uh, no, they're they're, they're, not. they're not. I mean, they're 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 demons, really. Yeah. But uh, Ash vs Evil Dead. Ash vs Evil Dead. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, the season is almost over. There's one more episode left next okay. next week, and the season finale. Oh, I'm I'm pumped for it. This show, if you guys have ever watched the Evil Dead series or Army of Darkness, um, it ties in brilliantly to to that stuff. Like it, it really, when I, I guess when we first talked about it, I was excited about it. I didn't really have um, and we only had like four episodes. To, yeah, to, to like judge a huge, it. Huge. Um, and uh, it's it's since gotten better and it's ah, Bruce Campbell is still hilarious <laughs> and the, the things he says crack me up yeah uh so if you haven't yeah if you haven't checked that out it's on stars stars every time I say stars I I say it as uh the nemesis guy from um Resident Evil I don't know if you ever played mm, Res- no. uh there's so the the team of uh, people that go into the mansion in the first Resident Evil, mm-hmm. they're part of a uh, kind of like a SWAT team called Stars. Oh, okay. And so in the sequel, there's this big guy uh, who's who's tracking him down, and so he chases him down, and, and he's like, Stars. <laughs> so now every time I say Stars, like last night we watched Asterisk Evil Dead, and I was like, okay, we gotta. Uh, Chelsea was like, go to the Stars app, and I was like, Stars. <laughs> Um, and nobody, no, that's uh, not gonna, a reference that anyone is picking up. Not on. many people get no. that reference. So it just sounds like I'm being stupid. 
Yeah. Which is, I mean, par for the course. It's also a possibility. <laughs> We're not throwing it out. Uh, so, I mean, those are those are the big movies we talk our movies, TV shows that we yeah. talked about covered in the show that that really we thought um, were good or, yeah. or held up pretty yeah. well. There were a couple busts. Good, there were a couple busts. Oh, um, you, oh you, you want? Yeah, let's, let's go in a bust and then we'll talk about things that we missed. Um, we talked about the Muppets. We t- actually talked about the Muppets a few times because yeah. we talked about it early on when it was just like a rumor like maybe this was going to yep. be a show yep. we also did our, our fall tv preview uh where we we got to see the muppets yep. um yep. and yep. so it's sad it, it it hurts my little you know fuzzy heart but uh <laughs> it's the show they tried to do something new they tried to target a more adult audience with some of the content but i think that their strategy just kind of uh, it backfired a little bit. Uh-huh. And and the thing about the Muppets is, and this has been true for decades, the show can appeal to both young and older people yeah. without trying to be overtly adult. Mm-hmm. So you have the old variety show and there was adult humor in it, but it was sort of, it was sort of masked in a way that, it went over kids' heads, but the adults still had a laugh. And, yeah, and I think that if if with the right writers and the right strategy, that that would have been possible with the Muppets. But instead, they tried to get really into situational dating humor yeah. and stuff that just well, I don't know. And, and I and I think they changed the showrunner, uh, and so they're going to soft reboot it. Yeah, so right? I think I think they did. They changed some. Or of they, the pe- they did already. Yeah. Well, they they I don't think they've come out with the new reboot. Like I think oh. they finished the run of their original type of stuff, and then they're gonna kind of retool it a little bit and try right. to bring it back out. And, and hope, and I'm I'm hopeful that they they find a way to to kind of make things click the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did do a few things right with this. So we we had talked, you know, before the show ever came out, how they could do, um, you know, a variety show type type like aspect with it mm-hmm. and there were there were opportunities it's it's only a 30 minute show so they don't have a lot of time to get everything in sure but by making uh miss piggy uh, uh, a talk show host they were able to kind of insert some skits insert musical guests uh other celebrities and and, and use that aspect of it in the same way that the uh, original variety show did um and then also pairing it with sort of like like the movies where you just get into the lives of the the Muppets and things like that. Um, I just think the situations weren't great, and I'm a little over the uh, Office, Modern Family, <laughs> you know, documentary camera <laughs> yeah. style thing. So uh, we'll see how it comes out uh, in in the reboot. But I would I would definitely categorize Muppets or the Muppets as a bust for 2015. Yeah, that's a sh- that's a shame. It is because it's a shame. You know. Uh, we like the Muppets. This this next one, we, we talked about... Uh, let, well, let's go ahead and throw this out there. We just said, not 10 minutes ago, <laughs> that you should check out Netflix shows if, if you see them. Yeah. yeah. Um, which brings us to the next one, Sense8. Yes. <laughs> um, so here, I'm still on the fence about Sense8. Here, here's the thing. Bit. I Honestly, I couldn't get past the, the first four episodes. Um, it was... It, it just didn't interested me and i like the the whole the whole extended indian dance sequence um (laughs) in the the second episode really really it It solidified your opinion of it i think yeah it was was waste i don't know i felt like it was 
wasted time. It wasn't good storytelling time. Yeah, and and it's something that we've talked about uh, throughout the year with Netflix shows, where they because of the way a Netflix series is released, it's all released as a season. So it a lot of this stuff is built for binge watching, and they can slow burn some character development and yeah. things like that. Um, in this case, it just really didn't click for either one of us. Uh, full disclosure, neither of us finished this series. Yeah. Uh, neither of us got into the, the full season. So it, maybe it picks up a little bit. And, um, I, and I, I've, I've read from multiple sources that like from episode seven on, it's just, it's a, it's a great yeah, it, it's, and, and, it's better, and that's and that's the other thing is we both listed as a bust, but there are a lot of critics and and just people out there who review the show very highly and really liked it. Yeah, it just didn't click for us, so so we listed it uh, in the bust category, and I think we we made that clear in our actual review of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think uh, I think we had already we convinced Bob Carroll not to not to watch it based off that. I think so. Yeah, he was like, "All right, check. All right, that's something I'm not going to watch." So, it, <laughs> if it turns out to be the greatest show ever, then sorry, Bob. Yeah, sorry, Bob. Yeah, it's not. It's always sunny, but uh, no, you know what is what <laughs> starts January sixth. <laughs> uh, a couple of shows we didn't talk a lot about. We did. We did mention Minority Report and our fall TV uh, review show extravaganza. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't watch a single episode of Minority Report. But, how much? How much did you really watch? I, I only I only watched the pilot. Uh, I wanted to watch more, but uh, yeah, I just didn't. <laughs> Life finds a way. Life finds a way uh, to not have me watch a show. Uh, I mean, the pilot was was decent, intriguing concept how they did it. I don't, um, I don't just, even know what the status of that show is. Did it? I think did it, it got, picked up. I think did it's it canceled. canceled. Yeah, I think it's canceled. Um, and then uh, leftovers. I don't know anything about that. So leftovers. Leftovers had its second season, in 2015. This is a show that I watch uh, with did, my wife. Did we talk about this? show? We did not talk about the show at all. No. Then what is it on here for? Because I just wanted to ch- shout out leftovers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it got a third season, so we're, I'm looking forward to that in 2016. But um, that's you, it. You mentioned Damon Lindelof earlier. Oh, that's why and, you mentioned uh, Damon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, now I really don't want to talk about this. Yeah. Um. This is this is my little plug for a show that maybe maybe it's the middle of winter. You're looking for something else to watch. Uh, go check out the leftovers and see if you're into it. It's it. The second season is very different from the first season. Um. But it's it's a really cool show. Huh. It's really cool. all right. Yeah, I'll check it out. Damon Lindelof writes it. Uh, he's yeah executive producer. Okay, nope. and writer on it. <laughs> Get. <laughs> Look, man, I you, I liked Lost as much as you liked Lost. Not right? possible. Not. But Lindelof possible. comes out with some really crappy stuff, and it it makes me judge the show preemptively. Uh, I was really excited about Prometheus. Guess who wrote Prometheus? No, I know who wrote Prometheus. No, guess Damon Lindelof. Oh, is it? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Damon Lindelof, right? Uh, um, Tomorrowland. Wait, who wrote Tomorrowland? He helped. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're not all winners, okay? They're not all winners, okay? Um, but I liked it. Yeah. Liked uh, anyways. It. The, start, the first Star Trek Carl- movie I thought was good. I think Carlton Cuse has, has, is a better writer overall. Uh, do you have a show of the year? <laughs> Let's just, do you have a show of the year? Uh, from, from those... Let's just call it Rick and Morty and call it call it good. Yeah, I'll just, <laughs> I'll, just I'll just I'll just say it. I'll just say it's Rick and Morty. Uh, check out the uh, what is it? Intergalactic cable. What is what yeah, is it? Inter, intergalactic cable too. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, I'll just uh, shout out to Flash and uh, having watched that 
skipping through the first season. Um, sorry, Evan, I still don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did a spit take of coffee all over the microphone. So I don't, uh, uh, just Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty's fine. All right, those those are our, our big two categories. But let's let's we do talk about games here a little bit on the show. Um, big releases that came out this year that we, we talked about. We talked about Rock Band, uh, Guitar Hero Live. Um, I mean, it's good shows. I mean, good games. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've only played Guitar Hero Live in like a Best Buy demo. Yeah, me too. And, and kudos to them for, for switching up the format. But, you know, and you and you just play Rock Band and keep your five-star greatest of all yeah, time. Yeah, I just, I, just, I just go to Best Buy, play Gold on the Ceiling by Black Keys. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, all right, cool, I'm done. All right, done. I get a little bit better every time I play. <laughs> uh, other games we talked about this year, we, we hyped Battlefront a lot. We, we did. Um, and guess what? Yeah. Uh, if... We don't have busts here uh, on our on our thing, but uh, I would say I'd say Battlefront is kind of a bust for me. I I still play Battlefront. I do um, mostly when I want to play a game that I don't mind playing around my kids. Yeah. Um, which it is a first person shooter where I'm you know killing people over and over <laughs> again. But it's Star yeah. Wars, so you know, uh, it it the lack of a single player storyline or anything like that. Galactic conquest. Um, it, I think that's something that might be missing from this or even just changing up some of the, you know, like the horde mode aspect or whatever, that single player stuff um, might be, might've been beneficial. Uh, I, they, they added some DLC with the, the Jakku um, battles, which were fun and, and yeah. the game modes are, are, are fun to play. So, I mean, there's potential. There's a lot yeah. of DLC to come in this game, but it just you know they they should do like ugh, here here's a thing that they should do. They should have like everybody online is on one team, and they have like a massive horde mode, right? That that'd be something. Like that'd yeah. be like all all the rebels are on, are on Hoth, just like a massive co-op type thing. Yeah, yeah. They should have something like that. Even you know yeah. like change up the change up the formula a little bit. You know uh, they they added the Jakku level, but it's really just the same thing as the Hoth level just with the rebels were reversed. Right. Uh, well, I mean, to an extent it's, it's, uh, the way that you cap, like the, you have to capture checkpoints in order to move the progress along. Whereas like the Hoth, the Hoth battle, like you just keep up with the walkers yeah. and, and, and capturing the checkpoints is almost, uh, like a side side project because that helps you defeat the walkers, but it's not no. like, mandatory. Whereas with Jakku, you have to collect the, those checkpoints to, to win the gotcha. game. Gotcha. Um, Still don't think there's enough variety in yeah. there. And, and we, I think we talked about this before, but if they had like a single-player campaign that... Because I know Battlefront takes place original trilogy yeah. uh, for the most part. Um, so they don't want to like remake scenes that you've already seen in the movie and stuff. But if they had like added some sort of side character or like some parallel storyline yeah. uh, with, with other people... I'd be all, all for that. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to play through that. And, and EA just came out uh, in a tweet and said that they're not going to make characters from Force Awakens for Battlefront. They're sticking with... They're sticking OG Trilogy. OT, yeah. Um, all right. So, let, speaking uh, of uh, battle modes, uh, shooters. Splatoon. Splatoon. Let's yeah. talk about Nintendo Splatoon. Um, this I I liked this game uh, as as a Wii, Wii U mm-hmm. title. Um it was something different. It wasn't, you know, a platformer puzzler type thing. Um, and I think 
we we give Nintendo a lot of flack for their their online um, multiplayer type stuff. I feel like this game did a pretty decent job with it. Um, yeah. I I know the controls were kind of kind Wonk- of wonky. Wonky. Uh, it's one of our favorite <laughs> favorite words. Um, and 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 there wasn't a great local uh, like uh, versus mode. Um, which I was something I, I, I was upset about because it, it didn't let me play with my kids um, in this game as much. Uh, we just kind of had to take turns playing in, in online modes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Splatoon is a good game, and I think it's I, th- I think it still has a pretty decent following on the Wii U. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not a huge Splatoon fan, but I can see the appeal in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the controls. I, I get that paint roller out, and I just go. <laughs> I just go. There, there's, there's something about the controls that I, I just can't, I can't yeah. get behind. Okay, that's fine. You know, um, but uh, the controls I can get behind <laughs> uh, are uh, Mario Maker. Yeah. Um, and and when this game first came out, we were really excited about it. Um, and every time I walk past my Wii U, that's that's the game I, I want to play. Yeah. Now that they have, uh, they've pushed out updates to fix some of the the things we had issues with before yeah i think most of the when we actually reviewed the game on the show all of the things that we had like issues with yeah. i think have been patched or updated yeah. since then so um so so this game is still awesome and it yeah to work on your creativity and see what kind of levels you can come up with uh i think they nintendo's also um updated the way to search for different uh, yeah. levels yeah exactly so they're they're making they're making all aspects of it a little bit better as far as being able to share lo- your levels and find other mm-hmm. other player stuff so you know kudos good job and now i'm playing yoshi's woolly world so, <laughs> uh do, do you have a game of the year of course of you course do. we do of course of we course do. you do i do emmy it's, it's fallout 4. It's, it's really yeah it's, it's for both 4. of us <laughs> uh we were we were hyped about this game when it was first announced um the the whole from the announcement to release uh and reviews and everything happened while we were doing this podcast so uh we were really excited when it came out i know i was really excited when it came out uh you played i think in lieu of eating or or personal (laughs) hygiene for like a solid week um blazing Uh, uh, through so much of this game yeah right the week before its release i i told you like i don't know if i'm gonna get it yeah this is like two days before it came out you're (laughs) like i i'm still not sold yeah um because because I knew how Sky I was with Skyrim, and uh, so I was like, if I buy this game, I'm, it's gonna it's gonna consume me, and consume me it did. Sure enough. And so I made sure I played through thirty plus hours uh, within the first week. Yeah. Um. And uh, so then I beat it, and then I haven't played it again. So there you go. And I play it consistently every week for a few hours at a time. Yeah. And still haven't beat it. That's right. So no spoilers. Uh, but uh, you, you are going with the Brotherhood. You xenoph- you xenophobic. Well, you don't know. We don't know. POS. We don't know. <laughs> no, no spoilers here. Uh, no, uh, no spoilers. So I mean, it's a bu- it's a bad decision. But but no spoilers. I mean, I'm not spoiling you. I'm just like my personal opinion. You're is, just admonishing me. Yeah. For for the decisions that I it's, may or may not. It's be like making it's like when game. you drink and drive, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Choosing the Brotherhood <laughs> is like getting a DUI. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I would love to know what other people's games of the year is, and and in all these categories. Um, but this definitely for me was the game I think I was most excited about. It was the reason I wanted a next gen console. Yeah. It's the reason I got an mm. Xbox One. Mm. Um, and it's still probably the game that when I walk by my Xbox One, I, uh, you know, I think I want to play some Fallout. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, let's uh let's talk about tech for a minute. Yeah. Uh let's be upfront about this this podcast. If if you check the category <laughs> uh under which in iTunes apathetic enthusiasm lives all the way up until like the middle of December. Yeah, uh we were a tech podcast. This was a technology podcast. We had talked about early on talking about technology. Uh, we found over the course, and maybe you've realized it as a listener, that we really don't talk about tech that much or at all anymore. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's really just kind of we've 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 reworked the show a little bit. And I think you know I think this is working for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you, do you like it? It's all right. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep coming right. over here right. for a little while. Okay. Um, but we That's did all I can ask. we did talk about <laughs> technology for a period, and, and 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 there are a couple things I think we should highlight. Um, I feel like 2015 was the year for for live streaming, yeah. uh, especially on on smart devices. Mm-hmm. So we 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 talked about Meerkat. We talked about Periscope coming out. I think Periscope uh really took off and became like one of the more highly downloaded apps in 2015. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of a a unique and and new way that people are communicating and, and kind of experiencing and sharing their stuff online. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's very, they've added things where it's not, um, it doesn't disappear right away. Like yeah. you can go back and watch oh, people's right. if, if they want um, to save them for a while. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, I don't use the app all the time, but I still get updates from Periscope of people being like, Oh, Hey, this is going yeah. on. I'm like, oh, I need to turn that stuff off. Yeah, I know <laughs> it, it, it can be distracting at times. Um, yeah. I mean the, the first time I ever used Periscope was me looking at a, a Ghostbusters Lego, uh, the Acto one kit yeah. <laughs> and, and just like so many, so many views. I was like, this is all I have to do. For yeah. This? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we picked it up in its infancy and it has grown um, quite a lot since then. So I don't think anybody's looking in refrigerators anymore uh, oh, on, on Periscope yeah, or Meerkat. That's um, too bad. Cause you know, those are the glory days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that is something that will continue on and only, you know, VR in 2016, watch out for uh, live streaming VR. Yeah. I can't wait to Peris- throw up a lot. Per- Periscope VR. <laughs> um, what a, so here, here's an important thing. Yeah. This is this is crazy to me. This, this is crazy this, to me. This is this is uh... in, in our in our outline in our bones uh, under tech. There are breakthroughs. You have you have live streaming and then you have fizzles. Yeah, these and, are things that didn't really. And under fizzles, you have Travis wrote this. I didn't even write this. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> Apple do. under fizzles. I do have Apple under fizzles. Mind blown. Um, and, and there are some reasons for that. Uh. A lot of the things that Apple came out with in 2015, a lot of the product announcements, a lot of the innovations and things mm. that we were kind of fired up about, or I was fired up about, didn't really innovate. Yeah, they just they just kind of fell flat. I think um, Apple Watch was something that was going to be revolutionary, and everybody is going to want to have this wearable on their wrist, and. It's kind of it was kind of a flash in the pan thing that I mean people are still buying Apple watches and, yeah. and people are, are still trying them out and um but I I'm really not sure that it's gonna be a thing that I mean Apple will continue to push it mm-hmm. and 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 maybe they can continue to develop the product and make it into something that people are really fired up about uh, but I just I don't think it was as huge as they had hoped um, Apple TV just came out. Uh, recently 
it's a great Apple TV. It's a great streaming device, but it's not revolutionary. No. Um, if you already have an Apple TV or a Roku or Amazon Fire or any of that stuff, it's not a must buy. It's not a must replace that device with this new device. Um, and, and so, and it's those sorts of things. It's the new battery case that they came out with for the iPhone that just looks awful. It just looks, <laughs> it just has this weird hump on the back. Um, Lo- and, lovely iPhone homes. Yeah. And so it's just, uh, <laughs> Apple in 2015, they made a ton of money. They're still churning out good products, but as far as like having a year where it's like, wow, check out this new thing. You know, the iPad pro, it's a big iPad. Great. The pencil, it's a, it's a good stylus. Great. But yeah. essentially they made a Microsoft surface with their iPad cause they put a keyboard case on it and things yeah. like that. So there's just a lot of things. And, and yes, so I feel Apple in 2015, they fizzled a little bit. That's too bad. Which just means they can only go up from here. That, 2016. That's, that's right. It's 2016. Gonna, gonna be great. The, the year of the apps. Uh, and then I, I, the put, I, I put, oh, what? I put another thing. There's on. an app in Apple. Did you know, did you know that? Travis? <laughs> with like, brad pitt and george clooney and, uh, <laughs> where they try to break into an apple keynote. an apple keynote um 2015 was the year of back to the future 2 that's right uh one of the biggest things from back to the future 2 hoverboards was hoverboards and we had a lot of talk about hoverboard technology in 2015 uh, a lot of companies being like yeah we got them we got hoverboards lexus did an ad campaign with a hoverboard, yeah. which looked really convincing, but it turned out it was just sort just of like on, magnets on a track. On rails, yeah. Um, there are companies that are that are producing some sorts of hoverboards uh, that only work on certain surfaces or things like that. Um, but then there's another device that oh. people are calling hoverboards. But and, they're just rolly boards. Yeah, they're just these two-wheeled. They're essentially like a Segway without a handle so like it almost feels like you know a group of executives are in a room like yeah people like them segways (laughs) but is there a way we can make them more dangerous (laughs) check this out bill what if we take a segway right bear with me all right i'm listening and we take the the handle off so it's just the wheels. But what what will people hold on to how how will they keep from falling they use their balance (laughs) oh well I think it's I think it's a great idea. Let's sell them for five hundred dollars. I think that's stupid. <laughs> get him out of here. Get, get, him get out of here. Uh, yeah. So Oreo man. Uh, I, my first exposure to these things were on Comic Con. Uh, well, no, I, I watched like a daily Comic Con. Bl- it's not Comic Con. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, we did do that, by the way. We did do a lot of Comic Conning. Uh, I was watching like these daily vlogs, and this guy. Uh, bought one was he at a comic-con no he, he was in new york city okay. and he and he rolled around on them all the time and i'm like that's kind of neat but and then since then they're, they're, they're everywhere at they're at comic cons I, I i was at the mall uh about three weeks ago yeah and i i took my kids to the restroom uh, a guy wheels into the restroom on his hoverboard quote yeah. unquote right up to the urinal does his business never gets off the hoverboard wheels back <laughs> wheels over to the sink washes his hands kudos to him for, uh, for hygiene that's that's actually pretty awesome it wheels over to the dyson hand air blade <laughs> you know dries his hands and, and out he rolls and my kids were just like staring at this you know this man from the future that's that sounds awesome <laughs> i might that's this under fizzles if you know, well, well, I can understand the, the Lexus thing, 
but all these things you just described it, it sounds amazing there's a lot of oh pe- my God. there's a lot of people that joke about these things being like the the next step towards uh the movie <laughs> Wally where all the people are just laying in these like loungers and like floating uh, around and getting so fat. so um, amazing but yeah the, there's also uh hoverboards are sort of the drones of of 2015 as far as um post holiday hilarious videos yeah in in 2014 oh, yeah. Uh, everyone was getting drones for christmas and then there are all these videos popping up online of people crashing their drone their brand new <laughs> drones as soon as they got them and like yeah. destroying them well a lot of people got these hover these wheeled hoverboards for christmas yes and there are so many videos of dads falling and just eating it uh on, on their first try on the hoverboard yeah. so that, that's good so so go check those out go check um, it out um that's that's our look back that's our look that's our look back, but are you, you're literally mirroring me right no, now. That's <laughs> correct. That's our look back. Are you're literally mirroring me? Okay, okay. We're not. We're not. <laughs> uh, now we're gonna look ahead to 2016, um, and and we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna speculate too much. But here's we're absolutely not. We're just gonna talk a little bit about the things that. We're looking forward. We're, to. we're looking forward to. And this is more just a list of, of things that um, we we won't get into these too much. But uh, a lot of movies coming out in 2016. I think if you sit through the trailers for Star Wars: The Force Awakens, <laughs> uh, you can pretty much get you. a good good summary of all the stuff I'm, that's the, the big names coming out with the exception of one of the movies on your outline, Travis. There's only <laughs> they're they're all from the the Star Wars previews. Uh, with the exception all, of one. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, 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 and and in su- and in some theaters they ran the first one also. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but um, so so these are movies that we have to look forward to. Uh, Hateful Eight, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> that, that already came out. Is it out? Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I guess that we're not, that joke falls flat. Guess right. we're not looking forward to that, that joke one. falls flat. No, uh, <laughs> um, no. These are the movies that we're looking forward to in 2016. Uh, Ocean's Fifteen. <laughs> Sorry, Brad Pitt. Just funny. <laughs> uh, Deadpool. 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 Uh, this is this is. They just had a a red band, a new red band and a green band trailer I come out. out. Um, I think it was on Christmas. I haven't watched uh, it. It 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 is very much in, in the same way that Netflix can make superhero content more adult. They are definitely going that direction. This is an R rated superhero movie. Uh, Deadpool is a fan favorite. Um, and I think. I think they have really captured the spirit of of the Merc with the Mouth. Um, so it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a good movie. I yeah, think. it's gonna be uh, uh, potentially. Poten- Let's not speculate. Maybe it's gonna be terrible, but it is coming out in twenty sixteen. Tomorrowland. Uh, <laughs> the next the next film up is Civil War. Yes, Captain America: Civil War. Uh, Cap Cap V Cap V Iron. Iron. Yeah. Iron. Uh, trailer looks good. Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of things that will come out in this movie that will shake up the MCU, and, and yeah. so that that's exciting. Too, uh, uh, and and we should see our the the premiere of the new Spider-Man in new Spidey in in uh, yeah. Civil War. Um, I can watch the GIF of Bucky and Iron Man or, be, be, or, or, or uh, Winter Soldier or uh, yeah, Buc- Cap. Bucky and Cap. Cap beating the crap out of Iron Man. Yeah, over and over again. It I loops, so you can just watch I could, it over. I can watch it. The way they from put, dusk they, till dawn. The way they throw that that shield back and forth and and some of that's yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's a that's a great little sequence. Um, and then uh, after that we have X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, a lot of a lot of. Uh, I don't I don't know how much I'm actually looking forward to this movie, but um, I'll check it out. 
there's a lot of uh, back and forth about how apocalypse looks in this movie and some of the it's it takes place in the 80s so it's got a little bit more 80s style to it mm-hmm. uh x-men is is kind of the the series is it's weird to me like the way that they jumped back in time and then they kind of merged the stuff that happened with first class with the the original cast and they kind of yeah now they're kind of living in that sort of like in between area um well they they really they really used uh first class as kind of a, a reboot right yeah sure as a soft reboot and then they used days of the future past the whole time travel aspect to really kind of uh officially merge merge the two. yeah make make it all one and one and erase universe. uh part three yeah which good for them uh bat v soups bat v soups uh, uh the the tr- Here's the thing about Marvel trailers versus DC trailers. They show, I feel like they show too much in the Bat Batman vs Superman. So trailer. Zack Snyder, right? Yeah. Uh, he he makes a good trailer. I'll give him that. Yeah. But we do feel like we see a lot in that trailer. His response to that was, "If you feel like you've seen a lot from the movie in that trailer, good for you. But there's a lot that we that we left out. Now, we just got done watching." you know star, star wars. wars this last week yeah we watched a few quite a few trailers for star wars and we didn't get almost anything i mean we got cool action sequences and stuff but we really couldn't pick out the story yeah almost at all from from that uh i mean you, you could tell finn was a former stormtrooper and that was like about it like yeah. um but you don't you don't get all that other um sort of how things go together so it, it does feel like the trailer gives a lot away uh but maybe that won't be the case we'll see who knows maybe uh, they, they have doomsday they showed doomsday in the trailer yeah <clears throat> and i feel like doomsday should be probably the main bad guy i from what they're saying doomsday is not the main bad guy right and so it's not a big giveaway in the trailer i still think i think the way that they show that and the way that they reveal wonder woman uh um in that same like moment yeah would have been a would would have been an epic like moment in the theater to be watching and have that happen but instead i watched it like on my iphone while i was yeah you know sitting in my living room maybe so um before before we move on to the the last one you have on there uh along with bat versus soups you have Suicide Squad. You didn't write that down. No. Yeah. That's. Um, there's so many. So yeah. many. Uh, but uh, I, I think I'm looking for more forward to Suicide Squad. Yeah. That I think that's going to be a good movie. Um, even with even with weird emo Joker. Joker. Yeah. And and they're they're trying to build this DC universe thing, and they're trying to make the movies work together. They're trying to catch up. Um, Hopefully it works because I mean I do like a lot of these characters and I'm n- I've never been a huge Superman fan but I have liked Batman for a really yeah. long time so um hope hopeful that it all it all works together we're, we're hopeful but uh, but probably the movie of the year that yeah. we're looking forward to and they showed this in the Star Wars trailer Kung Fu Panda three guys get on board come on it's coming it's, get, it's get gonna on, be great get on the panda train yeah Don't, also Zootopia I think that's coming uh, out yeah whatever. Uh, I think <laughs> do we get Rogue One? We get Rogue One in 2016, right? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, because yeah, they're they're alternating. Here. Another Star Wars movie too. So you know, yeah, right. get fired up. Uh, TV, it's I mean, TV is more of the same, right? Uh, Luke Cage. The, the good shows they come back with more seasons. We should get a, the Luke Cage series in 2016. 
Um, so another Game of, Netflix. Game of Thrones, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Always, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, one thing about, <laughs> like we talk about Luke Cage, we talk about Netflix, but they are adamant to stick with the uh, original content television stuff. So I think they came out a few weeks ago and said, I think they're like doubling the amount of original programming Hot. That, that they're putting out on Netflix. Sweet Christmas. So if you like Netflix shows, if you like binge watching, you'll have plenty to do in 2016. That, that's right. Uh, that's games. Right. I'm sure they're going to make some video games in 2016. Yeah, there has to be. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for XCOM 2. Yeah. There, what's that PlayStation game? And I think it's PC as well. Um, but it's like that where it, it, exploring the universe type. Uh, oh, uh, No Man's World. No, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. Yeah. Um, that game looks interesting to me. Yeah. And I won't ever probably be able to play it. Well, you, you can come over to my place. Sweet. And and we'll play it. All right, we'll do that. Together. Um, As brothers. Let, let's get it. <laughs> Two brothers. <laughs> Two brothers. Uh, let's get into the most important part of 2016. And let's... And, and then, that's, then, that's the future of this podcast. And this is and this is how we're, we're going to end this episode. Yeah. Guys, we got some stuff that we... We have vision. <laughs> we have vision for we're 2016. We're looking forward. Out, out in 2016, we all, see a lot of things. We always see, forward, never backwards, except for this episode. We see Brad Pitt. We see Josh <laughs> uh, Breaking into my garage. <laughs> <laughs> to steal our sound equipment. What a, what a, what a crappy <laughs> heist movie. Ocean's 15.1. This would be a worse heist movie than Return of the Jedi in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so apathetic enthusiasm 2016. Uh, we mentioned this before, but tech will be less of a prominent feature on the show. Uh, so, so if you came here for tech, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, we, we changed, we changed the category tag. We don't know why. Why, why are you still here? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you like, what we let have. us, <laughs> let us know your outrage about this in, in the review section of iTunes. Yeah. We, 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 we decided as, as a group, not just Brandon, we had a vote. Uh, to, to move away from tech because, you know, tech, we, we feel is, we really need to be hands on with a lot of this tech stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and unless uh, companies want to start sending us demo products, uh, you know, we're not, we're going to stop reading other people's reviews and, and, and regurgitating that we're <laughs> going to give our own opinions. That's exactly that. right. Travis. Um, something that's going to be hopefully a lot bigger in 2016 is, uh, is interviews and, yeah. and, and having guests on the show. Uh, I know you guys love hearing me and Brandon and talk about stuff all the time. Uh, but there were a few opportunities. Uh, we went to a couple comic cons this year. Um, and we got to talk to other people. We, we did it. We did a show where we, we actually did interview some people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want to have guests on the show. Uh, our next episode will be our first interview with uh, Mitch Shower, the creator of Angry Beavers. Yes. Uh, we've actually already recorded that. Yes. So uh, we're excited to put that out for you guys. Um, but yeah, but we're going to hopefully have maybe some in-studio guests. That's right. Maybe some people via Skype or, or some. We haven't we haven't ironed we, out the logistics we, we have, exactly. We, yeah, we haven't found. Uh, I think, Thanks to Mitch, we figured out how to get a third person in in the recording yeah. for that um and uh yeah so we're excited uh, we'll get uh, some some guests up in here um uh also uh i mean we both have personal and professional goals this year um sure i'll travis and i uh well me more so i have my i'm starting a twilight zone podcast that, that you are that travis is helping out and you're with. not abandoning me you i'm not will ab- stick i am with not show. i'm not abandoning you <laughs> um so uh but we'll have like some of those guests will be on. We'll, yeah, we'll have them on, like Chelsea. Um, 
my Chelsea. my wife. Your wife. Yeah. Your wife. I'll make we'll make her come in here. Maybe we'll, we'll have we'll, try. we'll have your wife on there. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so just we're really looking forward to 2016. A lot of great stuff to talk about, and and really the last thing looking back on 2015 is thank you to you guys, thank you to the listeners for supporting the show. Uh, for your comments, your reviews, everything. Uh, it The show without the audience is just me and Brandon talking in a garage. But those of you that download every week, that um, leave feedback on social media, uh, you guys really make the show uh, what it is. So so we appreciate that. Um, yeah, so and I guess this is the best time to plug all the ways that you can do that. So... Uh, send us emails at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. Twitter, we're at apathusiast. Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. And on iTunes. Um, if you like the show, uh, we did say we, ju- we just moved categories in iTunes. So if you have not yet gone to iTunes and left a five-star review, that would really help the show out. Uh, le- leave a review. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like. Um, but the, but giving us five stars really helps us in the ratings categories and helps other people find the show. Um, and yeah, and if you like it, you know, share a post on social media. If you see if you if we post something on Facebook, you know, share that along so it, you, it lets other people know about the show and, and helps people find us. So yeah, anything anything else? Any closing thoughts for 2016? Any any resolutions you want to get out of the way <laughs> for 2015? Okay, whatever. That was my that was my closing. <laughs> Just one more correction of draft. When we started this podcast back in whatever, February. Febs. February. When we started this podcast back in February, um, I I didn't expect it to get all the way through the year. And uh, so I will say that I'm very happy that it did. <laughs> uh, we, we passed the, the 45 mark. <laughs> I, I think I think our, our wives have, have gotten used to the idea yeah. of us coming out and doing yeah. this every week. So that's a huge milestone, and I th- I think that was a difficult that was a difficulty in the beginning, yeah. really really uh, uh, communicating to them that uh, this is something that that we like to do and that we're serious about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so I'm re- I'm really happy that we are here still, and more so I am happy that we have you guys out there listening to us. Yeah, um, every single one of you is effing awesome. Even Brad Pitt and George Clooney, especially Brad Pitt. <laughs> As no, they're trying to break in. Ah, ah, get him out no! of here, George. <laughs> uh, um, all right, that's, that's not, that's that sounds like uh, something Damon Lindelof would have written. Something all really right, crappy. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope you guys had a great 2015. We're looking forward to 2016. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys, what shows and movies you guys loved from 2015 and what you guys are really looking forward to in 2016. We'll continue to have that conversation throughout the week. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. And we'll see you next year. See you next year. Hey. That's, is that? It's old Lang Syne. I don't even know why we sing that. I I don't know. Doesn't that mean like happy Happy Hanukkah. No. What, is, what does Auld Lang Syne mean? I don't know. We'll look it up and have it on the next episode. Check it out <laughs> next, next year. Apathetic Enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs>
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.